All right, welcome to the Lakers Outsiders podcast. My name is Donnie McHenry, back again. Got my two buddies. First off, Raj Shapalu. Raj, how you doing tonight? Doing awesome. Lakers made a trade. We're not recording after a loss. Very, uh, New Horizons. <laughs> we are, we're on New Horizons. We are, we are, uh... Starting off on a little positive note, I guess, with the with the pod, which is very unlike uh, what we're usually doing. Uh, also got Chris Walton here, aka Wall Wall. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. You know, just hanging on by a thread. <laughs> just hanging on by a thread, you know. <laughs> I know that sounded kind of uh, kind of morbid. Huh? I'm, no, a, I'm 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 better than that, y'all. I was just kind of going something. Else. No, that that is definitely end of January going into February vibes yeah, for me. Yes. I mean, yeah, you guys don't even. Day. I mean, well, I know Raj don't get any snow on the ground. Well, you hey, know, it was it was super windy there, today. Super windy. Very yeah, it was windy, windy and very cold today. And then my my wife kind of tricked me, but shout out to her. She was like, "Uh, like how, how does it feel outside?" Cause she got up and ran some errands while I was with the boy. And um, she was like, "Oh, put on like a a little jacket or whatever." Man, I got outside. It was blistering cold. It was like forty <laughs> degrees with a with a big breeze. Well, in, uh, like... in in Chicago, we're we're getting into that the snow weather. I think uh, I think this Saturday we're gonna have enough snow where uh, people, you know, with the street parking, it's cutthroat. But then with the snow, it gets even worse mm-hmm. on the street parking. So there's a little thing, a little thing in uh, Chicago called called dibs. It's just a huh. unspoken, unwritten, essentially a law around here. Basically, you have to clean out like the area around your car just so you can get your car out of the parking spot because there's just so much snow. Uh-huh. And then people, people will take random objects like a lawn chair, a traffic cone, and they'll put it in their spot, basically saying, wow. you can't park here until I get off of work and then I'm parking there. So <laughs> if there's like four to six inches or even more of snow, you just like see chairs on the side of the street everywhere. Anyways, what, what you, I'm trying to what, say is... Wait, do, do you put tires on your... I'm sorry, do you put tires? Do you put chains on your tires when you drive around? Nah, nah that's don't? like... I don't even know. Like I feel like I've seen that in movies, and I don't Have know. you ever put chains on your tires? No. I don't even know so, like how or it's, what. It, <laughs> It looks so like, I don't know, it looks dope in movies, right? Like they put the chains yeah, on the tires and then you start driving, like your car moves through the snow. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, Big Bear one time and that's the only time I've really seen snow. Um, and we slid off the road, so we had to put chains on the tires. First of all, putting chains on the tires is a hell of a thing to do. I mean, this, Number is, two, like, this is some stuff I've never experienced, so yeah. That's so crazy. So we're driving and you can hear the chains. You know what I mean? It's not like a smooth, it's like, it's the most miserable driving experience. So yeah, Jesus chains in, in the movies, it looks like, oh yeah, family going on a, you know, snow trip, put the chains on the tires, you know, a nice peaceful trip. No, it is a very loud and excruciating experience to drive with chains on nah, the tires. No, I was going to say those, those chains sort of thing, that's like. Like you said, like in the mountains or like up in Canada, yes. like where they're just dealing with snow like all the time. But no, I never have. But okay, it it kind of I think it's gonna be a rough weekend. Anyways, uh, we're talking like basketball. Talk with so the I, know, I know all the Los Angeles people listen to this could care less about me complaining about the snow. Um, so let's talk some Lakers basketball. Uh, like Raj said, they're coming off a win against the Spurs swept a swept the season series with the Spurs already um, nice kind of a foolish game I would say uh, on both sides <laughs> um, of course we did get Anthony Davis's return uh, as well as like Raj said the Lakers made a trade we got to see Rui Hachimura debut for the Lakers um, on Wednesday against the Spurs and kind of want to start there honestly um, so obviously, like I said, the Lakers traded for Rui Hachimura from the Washington Wizards since the last time we pod. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously at six foot nine, he provides some length at the wing position that the Lakers just literally did not have anywhere on the roster except for like LeBron James. So fills a huge need for him. However, I think it should be emphasized that he's still only 24 years old, taken in the 2019 draft. 
with the seemingly likely potential that the Lakers are going to sign him to a new deal this summer, which we'll also talk about that later. Uh, it made me think of some comments in the summer, not too long after Darvin Ham was hired. Ham was talking about coming from Milwaukee where ownership, front office, coaching staff, top to bottom, they're all aligned on you know their one singular vision. And mm-hmm. he was talking about that and then went into talking about how he, Rob, and Jeannie all had that alignment uh, right away. And after that, he was kind of talking about what that vision was. And first thing he said um, was getting younger. So it kind of got me thinking after this trade, obviously it seems like there's going to be at least one more Lakers trade, whether it's going to be a massive trade or a smaller one involving Beverly and or Lonnie Walker. Seems like there's going to be another one before the February 9th deadline. So my question to you guys is, do you think they're going to be prioritizing youth yet again? Or will they be trading for like one of these proven veteran shooters that they've been connected to a thousand times between now and the past year? Hold on. We just made the Hachimuri trade and you want to hurry up and look at the next one. You want to move on to the, to the following Mm -hmm. trade. Absolutely. Well, more trades. We can, we'll we'll get into it at the end of it, but I, I'll be surprised if this road trip is a fun one for the Lakers. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. I think it's interesting. I think like Lonnie. So I've, I, I've thought about this for a while. I feel like the Lakers are going to like replace instead of moving like a first round pick, use Lonnie kind of as that first round pick. You know what I mean? Like Lonnie is kind of the prize to the other team. Similar to me, what they should have done with Malik Monk last year, right? Monk was having a pretty good year. Um, Mm -hmm. If Lonnie was healthy, it might've been a debate, but I think for now, I think Monk kind of had a better total year than, you know, Lonnie might be having, but, use him as kind of the piece you trade for Lonnie Walker, you get him into your system and then you can re-sign him, you know, probably at a higher amount than the Lakers can um, just with how the rules are. So I feel like that's kind of the way they'll go. Patrick Beverly, Lonnie Walker allows you to, I think, take back Jamie Jones, I think allows you to take back like Gary Trent type money um, and stuff like that. So maybe Toronto wants to like trade guard for guard and go younger for a guy they can afford Maybe Indiana wants to go, you know, with a player that they can afford on a less long-term deal. So, yeah. But Rui Hachimura is a Laker, Donnie. But, uh, yeah, no. I know. That's, I, that's, I, that's I, what I, I think is the the next move. Look, I I just want to know what team I'm going to be rooting for towards that. Okay. And this is simply not going to be the team. Like, I feel like, I mean, Beverly has been thrown into so many rumors. I feel like he's just kind of destined to get traded at this point. Obviously, he's the biggest contract on the team other than Russ, LeBron, and AD. So it's kind of kind of obvious. But I don't know. I was just kind of thinking about this because, one, and this is another thing I feel like has been kind of under-discussed, this is yet another trade from Rob Palenka that was just not rumored at all before it happened. Right. Like, I think Rui was had kind of been floated around in trade rumors, but like there was no like so and so is interested, so and so is interested, mm-hmm. and the Lakers for sure were definitely not linked to him like whatsoever. Um, so I was just kind of thinking like, are they kind of gonna are they gonna do this again? like who have they they really have only been linked to one guy like realistically in the last couple months in rumors and reports, and it's Bojan Bogdanovic. Yes. And like, let me tell you, that is definitely the opposite end in terms of age uh, and like getting younger because I got it right here. Uh, Rui's 24 and then Bogdanovich is 33 um, on year one of like a three year extension. Might be two. He has one more. He has one more year left. That's it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I was just kind of wondering if like they're just going to like keep doing this and keep getting younger. I mean, now they've got Reeves and Max Christie alongside Rui. Like Walt, do you think I'm do you think I'm uh trying to uh create a talking point on a podcast or you think uh <laughs> you think you think I might might have something here or are they just let's be real, are they just going to trade like an unprotected first for Bogdanovich and 
I'm just being no. I I think everything on the table, man, and I think getting Rui um, definitely make them a better team. Even though he, he, however you may feel about you know how you play positionally, being like more of a tweener, not really a wing, um, but he make them better. So you know, with them being so close to making a leap in the standings, they got to do what they got to do, man. And I mean, I think Eric Pinkett said it, or I, at least I read it somewhere. I mean, if they don't make another move, and they essentially just punting on whatever. Because I think there is one more move they can make to at least become a playoff team, get some uh, gate money, get some fans in the seats when it get warmer to watch some meaningful basketball and not allow LeBron James to just be at home when he, you know, he should be playing in some of the most exciting and most important games of the season. Yeah, I mean, Walt, Walt, I I wrote down what you said in the last pod. I have not forgotten. You know, you uh, you sold me the dream of Boyan, Heald, and Turner. So, <laughs> hey, man, I, we'll talk later about here, how we can probably get them. Here, here. will <laughs> here. Here's three names. Will all three of these guys be traded to to anyone? Bogdanovich, okay. Heald, and Eric Gordon. Yes, I think all three are gone. You think all three will get traded? Jump you there, Raj. Yeah, because for me, like I always felt like the Pacers and Buddy Hill were on like borrowed time. Mm-hmm. I, did I use mm-hmm. that right? Because Matherin is just he just like yep. killing it so much, and like do you and he's really a want to? Shooting guard. Well, yeah, like you, he got the size. He's like yeah, the the ideal backcourt mate. Even though I mean Buddy Hill ain't bad, but like man, they've been they've been trying to give Buddy Hill away. Um, and I think now, you know, once the trade deadline get here, at least close to that time, the price will go down. You know, everybody will start to get you sit on their hands and like, all right, we got to get something done. So I think he's going to get moved. Eric Gordon, boy, he can't wait to get out of Houston. I feel bad for him because <laughs> he, he had that you know, he been around. He had that one interview earlier <laughs> in the season where he looked like he was like the saddest child at the playground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's also 34. Um, like there's yeah, no reason with he should more be moving. A, should not be moving a first round pick for Eric Gordon. <sighs> Boyan, I think, does get moved. I wonder how much the Pistons are kind of just you know trying to build his value up, saying they need at least a first round pick. We'll see if that holds true. Buddy Heald's only thirty. I mean, but I think his contract is what kills kind of his value. So now they're saying not only are they saying they need a first round pick, they're saying it has to be unprotected. No, right. All right. I think okay. I think that's the that's the them puffing out their chest part, like posturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, going to another Lakers possible target. That's the Knicks saying that they want two second round picks for Cam Reddish. I saw that same Insane. report today, and then the report was like, "Yeah, but people around <laughs> the league think they'll take one second rounder." Like, I can't believe we're actually having reports about a guy where it's like. Uh, they're being a little aggressive with that request for two second round picks. I'm like, <laughs> like, what? Like, come on. Like, can we just stop with Cam Reddish updates? Like, why are they, why do they even exist? Yeah. Like, come on. He might be, yeah. If, cause, so two things. One with the Pistons, I think they might get themselves in a tizzy because if they can't, they, they will absolutely come down on their price. Nobody's going to get them a first round pick. The Lakers shouldn't give him a first round pick at all. He like that's just not for a thirty four year old. You know you don't mm-hmm. really know when the wheels are gonna come off. Like nobody's gonna pay no first round pick for that man. And if they don't get it this year, they definitely ain't getting it next year. So they like really mm-hmm. they're gonna be stuck. Like by the time the the trade deadline roll around, they'll they'll start to come to their senses. Like, well maybe we'll take two two second rounders after all, and you know some expiring contracts we can get out of this weird extension that we did <laughs> we did um you know with a guy who don't fit our timeline and then with um who else were we talking about they they did oh, that yeah. extension to basically just create the situation like literally yeah. to like yep. drum up like people throwing yeah. assets at them i'll do it because <laughs> now they're they now make... they're i saw a report that they're they're basically leaking out to people that um it's like no like we like want bogdanovich like part of our like Cade Cunningham oh, yeah. and whoever we draft this summer. It's like, come on. Like, you guys. Come on, dude. You guys to do what? Right <laughs> yeah, like, to do what? what? Like, to get <laughs> eighth doing? in the East? Like, what are you guys talking about right now? 
Well, fun, fun little fun little stat here. Um, not stat, just factoid. Rui Hachimura, 2019 draft. He went uh, ninth. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Are you going to talk tenth, about who was tenth? Tenth pick is Cam Reddish, baby. I I was looking <laughs> at the 20, picks. I was looking at the 2019 picks. draft uh, today because I was just trying to find people like Rui who are near in like free agency but have had like an underwhelming start to their careers and then I like literally saw Cam Reddish's name right below his so I was like ah that's that no but the, there's a huge there's a huge difference between those two like oh, Rui Hachimura oh, like oh, I, absolutely I was a I was a big fan of Rui Hachimura and like his game you could tell like there's skill there's real game there I have no clue what Cam Reddish is it's just a box mission. he's just like, bad the Knicks are telling him to just, you know, stay on the bench, you know, clap a little bit, you know, as the as the game goes on. Atlanta kind of did a similar thing, so I have no clue. Um, I have a question for you guys, though. Does the Rui Hachimura trade, because you just mentioned a bunch of guys, Miles Turner did a huge Woj pod, basically saying, I'm leaving Indiana. Like, that's basically what that was. That was a, I'm testing free agency, so Indiana better trade me. Does the Rui trade kind of nick? like take out any uh turner move now because i think indiana's kind of on the clock there if they don't agree to an extension you lose him for nothing basically um or does a team cough up a first round pick for him maybe during before the trade deadline maybe the clippers or something but i'm just wondering is that well still there because obviously the reports in the summer were that the Lakers would have done it. It feels like maybe one first round pick for Heald and Turner and Russell Westbrook. I wonder if like that's a well they go back to. Uh, but does the Rui trade kill that? Because it's like Rui, LeBron, AD, Turner. That's huge. Um, but then it moves Rui up to a spot that he probably doesn't play. Well, I, I don't know. In my mind, like if you had only one, if you only had one choice like you only get one of these guys would you Uh rather have turner or would you have one of those three like shooters i just listed i mean in my mind i'm going for the shooters just because okay mm, i I don't know well i mean first of all thomas bryant is no miles turner by any means whatsoever no but like to me Honestly, now at this point, and I'm getting way too ahead of myself because the Lakers are still, what, 11th, 12th in the standings? But I'm, like, thinking about playoff basketball now. Like, honestly, like, if AD is going to be healthy, if AD and LeBron are healthy from now until the end of the season, like, we're talking about at least playing basketball. And, like, Mm -hmm. Lakers, LeBron and AD would probably will them to getting into the playoffs. Let's be real. I... I don't know. I just feel like having AD, Turner, and Bryant, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's still just such a need for, like, a wing shooter, or just a shooter, period, um, than there is a need right now for, like, big men. I don't know. Man, I tell you what. Getting, like, uh, getting Miles Turner. Well, hmm. I mean, it'd be awesome. I mean, I'll be, and I want to be clear. I'm totally fine with Thomas Bryant getting zero minutes if we got Miles Turner. (laughs) Totally fine. (laughs) Sorry, Thomas. You had a great year, but please sit down. Yeah, that's that's a big lineup, man. That's a lot of size. Um, Turner's 26, by the way, just to throw that out there plus he's also a free oh yeah that that does change things he's also a free agent so you know again that escape button is there like something goes wrong they can always press that eject and you know they're back to that whatever plan they want to i'm just like i'm just thinking out loud buddy healed having what i think he has three years or two years still left that very high amount of money and obviously not looked at as a star i'm just it's why i think like boyan is more like likely like I, I think that move just makes a little bit more sense you can I, I feel like he's gonna go for a lot less than whatever the hell they're pushing a you know three weeks before the deadline I think like a 34 year old Bogdanovich is not about to have teams throwing picks galore at at them so I mean a 24 year old Rui Hachimura went for 
three second round picks and Kendrick Nunn. Like I, I know Rui's value around the league wasn't high, but like six eight, two hundred pound wings who can dribble, like that's not something that's just hey, you know. The Suns were reportedly trying to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they outbid themselves. But speaking of that, here, here, Raj, what position would you say Bogdanovich plays? Small forward. Small forward. All right. Yeah. Well, our our boy Brian Windhorse, <laughs> our boy our boy Brian Windhorse uh, said, I don't know when it was today or yesterday. He said on ESPN about the Lakers after the Rui trade. Quote. They now are kind of loaded up at the big man position. First of all, here, all right, break that quote. What? <laughs> Trading for I heard Rui? That too. Like, that's like, first of all, that's like Lakers speak. Like, we just traded for Rui Hachimura in, in like, in like Rob Palinka's eyes, Rui Hachimura is like, like, he's like Yao Ming size. He's like, damn, Rui's six foot nine? What a behemoth. Um, all right, back to the quote. They now are kind of loaded up at the big man position. I think they're going to continue to be active looking for guards, basically looking to upgrade their guards, upgrading for Pat Beverly, especially. Are the Lakers going are like are the Lakers gonna trade for a guard? Like that it was pretty plainly like Wendy saying they want to bring in a better guard. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, when you think about it, they got to have the worst set of guards in the league, man. I mean, yeah, that, I mean that's that's definitely true. Like they've got the worst guard. Like we've talked about it many times. They have the worst starting backcourt in the league still. <laughs> well, uh, let me add. Would you? I think the name though, also that's been brought up. I don't think you guys have said yet is like Gary Tran Jr. I think that's been pretty popularized as well. I would another love that. free, another free agent. Um, six five, I believe, just knockdown movement shooter. I'm scared going into a you know business dealings with Masai Ujiri. I feel like you know those are uh, bringing a knife to like a gunfire. Like it's, I think that's, that's uh, I don't really trust what we're doing to go into battle with Masai Ujiri in there. But Lonnie Beverly and like one first Gary Trent again, another free agent. Like just can walk at the end of this year i'm wondering like how much is he available what like the price on him is um but all right i don't know i gotta say it right now masai ujiri yeah overrated overrated <laughs> so overrated mm. wow name 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 one good move he's done other than getting Kawhi. Which only happened because Greg Popovich Ooh. despises the Lakers. Very true. It's a good point. I, I guess he's giving like this the boogeyman. I guess he doesn't make bad moves, which again is not some huge proponent of a GM. But I just don't. I just don't get why we've like elevated to him to like arguably I feel like people hold him in a higher regard than like Bob Myers. Very true. Yeah. Which he's, is crazy. He's... The Kyle Lowry trade wasn't great either. Chose Preston Achua over Tyler Hero. Um and if you believe if you believe Dave McMenamin, uh Ujury was offering a first round pick for Tan Horton Tucker and I love love THT. That would have been a terrible trade for the Raptors. I love I think THT. Casey... I think KCP was part of that deal as well. I remember Ooh, properly. I what deal? I think the three-team <laughs> trade. I think with Toronto. Oh, it was like it was yeah, like you THT right. and KCP going to Toronto. E- either way, you may be. Either way, either way. Right. You may. Um, um, let me stop hating on Masai Ujiri. <laughs> kind of, kind of mean. Um. No, but Gary Trent, so kind of going into that Windy report and me still talking about them trying to get younger, Gary Trent, I would be shocked if they're not like at least trying to kick the tires in Gary Trent, especially because they were reportedly interested in, in him last season, 24 years old, which is crazy to me. Like, I feel like he's been in the league like a long Forever. time. I have mm-hmm. not looked up. I haven't looked it up. It's obviously not more than like five seasons, 
Um, Bubble year was his rookie year. So, Dang. 24 years old. Got some other, now exactly the same age as Rui. Got some mm-hmm. other guys that I feel like if the Lakers are going to be getting a guard and if they are trying to upgrade at the guard position, I do think all of these guys, well, actually two of these guys, are upgrades at the guard position. Uh, could definitely see them going to Rozier. Ooh, okay. trying to get Terry Rozier for uh, I think it's I think it would have to be. Uh, I did it earlier. I think it would have to be Bev and Lonnie because he's making like twenty one mil. Um, but also talk about talk about a long and way too high of a contract. Uh, Terry Rozier, he's got like twenty one million per year for like three seasons after this or something like that. It's something he's crazy. He's six one. He's six one. Like I just he's I, six one. I wouldn't yeah. want. I just would um, not want a six one guard on that type of deal. I'm sorry. Like that's hey, I, I, love Terry. Com- I think Terry Rozier is good, but Hey, now that you're complaining about height, there's another there's another one from Toronto who's reporting uh, reportedly on the block. Oh god. Yeah. No, no thank Say you. It. <laughs> Fred Van Fleet. Um the only other guy like I could see I could see some weird Lakers Knicks deal. Where the Lakers are bringing back quickly. Now that is definitely mm. me saying I would want that deal for sure. But uh, yeah, let's just say I think Lonnie Walker uh, salary matches with quickly and Cam Reddish. Mm. <laughs> quickly, that's is, actually good for them. Quickly's good though, right? And he's making like two million a year. Like it just so. So he was like his name was getting thrown around in rumors. I have seen in the last couple of days. Uh, I don't I don't know who had the report, but it was basically something along the lines of um, teams have been reportedly telling like reporters that uh, the Knicks are like super like not really trying to trade quickly anymore. Um, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, when I saw his name in rumors like a couple of weeks ago, it kind of perked like perked my ears up. Like, really? Like Emmanuel Quickly is available? Like, I feel like he's had a decent amount of success. But I don't know. I I would be just given the track record of, like I said, all these deals Plinka makes. They mostly come out of nowhere. I mean, even the Westbrook deal. Like, I feel like that was only reported like the day of. Like, I feel like it was reported that day, and then it just, like, happened. Um, I don't know. I, like, I'd be shocked if it's just, you know, Patrick Beverly and whatever else uh, protected first for, like, Bojan Bogdanovic. Like, that's just, like, like that's too obvious. Like, that's just, like, too <laughs> obvious of, like, what the Lakers want to do. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would, like, I would love Bogdanovic or Heald. Or really any of these guys that we just said, other than Rozier and Fred VanVleet, I'd have to, I'd have to think about Gary Trent Jr. Though, please, please, I want that so bad, so bad. And and uh, Walt, who's uh, who is Gary Trent Jr. represented by? Clutch. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a clutch guy too. I, I, yep. I don't even know what. You know what? Now I'm looking up something. Terry Rozier ain't clutch, is he? Nah, he ain't. No. He ain't. But neither is Rui Hachimura, so. Um, yeah, but now now Rui, like, you know, I actually I got to update my my terrible, terribly drawn flow chart of, like, will the Lakers sign this player or will they try and get him? Because <laughs> now it's Lakers will try and trade or sign for you if you're a former Laker, okay. if you're represented by clutch, and now, if you've ever been a Washington Wizard in your life, you're officially, officially on the Lakers' radar. Those are those are the three things. Those are the only moves the Lakers make. Um, okay, I have I, I have one more to to throw out, which was um, heavily heavily you know popularized and something that I'm not sure about, but. Donnie Walt, the Chicago Bulls got blown out today by the Charlotte Hornets. They had a team meeting yesterday before this game, or players-only meeting uh, before this game against the Charlotte Hornets. They just lost to the Indiana Pacers, I believe, without 
Tyler's Tyrese Halliburton. And that and that Pacers loss spurred that meeting. Um yes. I think the Bulls were like the Bulls were up like something crazy at one point in that game too. And yeah, like you said, um no uh no Halliburton. Yeah, they were up sixty two to forty six at half. Mm-hmm. So the Bulls now are twenty two and twenty six. They're only a game above the Raptors for twelfth. Only three games up on the Magic for thirteenth. Um, I believe they're healthy now. So I think Caruso is playing, other than Lonzo, of course, who was ruled out, I believe, for the season. But DeRozan, I believe, is playing. Um, two first, and Levine is getting like is getting popularized. I mean, shout more out, and shout more. Shout out Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe, I don't think just spit stuff out of nowhere. That's not. I don't think he just you know says that without any sort of knowledgeable information on the subject Two first russell westbrook clean deal i think we have to, do we have to send no do we have to take back more i, I don't think so i think russ and levine's contract i think russ, I think russ um for levine uh works money wise straight up hey throw in patrick williams you know no it's not not too bad uh <laughs> I was thinking I I briefly entertained the idea of trying to come up with some take about Patrick Williams going to the Lakers. I- so here's my here's my here's my question to preface this, put this in context, okay? If the Lakers had cap space this summer and Zach Levine came knocking, would they sign him? Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I think for sure. Um okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, he ain't going to be a free agent anytime soon. No, but I'm just putting this in terms of like, if he was available this summer, would they have signed him? And basically, you do your free agency now at the trade deadline because you can't trade Russ in two weeks. This is the only time you can swap big contract for big contract. Number two, the Lakers aren't going to have cap spaces for a max deal this summer. Zach Levine's really the only star player available. Fits next to LeBron and AD is a jump sh- is one of the best jump shooters in the league actually this year on movement shots. He's shooting the ball extremely well. Looks healthy again. Um, not making the case for it. I'm just wondering, like, what is your guys' the contract is just it's a nasty contract. Let's just be real. But it's not like he's gonna be 38 when that contract will be done. He'll be like 32. Two, which isn't terrible. Zach Levine is how old is Zach Levine? He's twenty-seven, so be like thirty-two when that deal is up. What do you guys so, think? I mean, my take on him is I don't even know. Well, one, I don't know. I don't know what the best third star next to LeBron and AD is other than Russell Westbrook ain't it because <laughs> like <laughs> we haven't we haven't had another example like I don't know like you know it's easy to say another UCLA guy baby like it's easy it's easy yeah and clutch I don't know if we've mentioned that but <laughs> oh, uh yes it's easy to small. say like back in 2010 2011 it was easy to say like oh LeBron James Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade are gonna work out perfectly i don't really get that with 38 gonna be 39 year old lebron james and then anthony davis and zach levine like levine not gonna play defense levine is just as if not more injury prone than both of those guys i just said and like you said he's on year one of his five-year like max deal Going to be getting paid. We like this is guaranteed. No player option. No nothing. Twenty five. The twenty twenty five to twenty six season. The Lakers would be having to pay him forty six million dollars. Um, and this is a guy who, like, yeah, he's only twenty seven, but he's at the age of twenty seven, like sitting out back to backs for like knee for just to, like take a load off his knee. Like, it, it's like, I don't know. I would be terrified. Like I guess let me put this that like if you woke up or you're you're just at work 
and you get the alert that the Lakers traded Russ in two first for Zach Levine, like, <laughs> what's your immediate reaction? Mine is mine is just pure nerves. I think I would have a level of excitement. Like, Levine's a... So I think the difference, at least, like, we've been watching Russell Westbrook so long, like... So long. The star... The star... <laughs> The star guards in this lead in this league are like extremely skilled. Like Levine is a skilled guard. Yeah. Right? Like his he's a skilled jump shooting guard. And I think like I think he's legit good. I think the problems with Levine aren't exactly like his game, right? It's the injury concerns. Um like when he signed that contract with Chicago, no one's like, Oh, Levine is a terrible player. It's that like do you trust Levine to be healthy in 2026? I don't know. Well, I, no I talk to I talk to Bulls fans all the time. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his previous deal was. Actually, let me look. He he, he was making like, he was so uh, underpaid like right. um, I remember the last that. couple seasons. And every Bulls fan I've talked to, they're like, basically the sentiment is like, yeah, I mean, Levine's really good, but like, this was a whole lot more fun when he wasn't getting paid this much. <laughs> like, you know, it's like things like with Russ, like, Hey, if Russ was on the MLE, wouldn't really be, wouldn't really hate him like so much. <laughs> no records. Uh, well, yeah, he was getting paid la- last season. He was getting paid 19.5 million. Yeah, Zach Levine, 19.5 million is steal of the a century. Mm-hmm. Steal, steal of the century. Uh, at, 37 going to be 40 million next year that's, that's a little scary and just like it's honestly not even the dollar amount to me like if he had 37 million this year then 41 million on the books for next season i honestly would not care but it's the runway of the contract like yeah it's long like you never like especially with him and like especially looking at what's happened to lonzo in the past years like you never know if you have if you have issues um with your legs at any part of your legs especially the knee like you never know when that can rear its ugly head um and he's had some real troubles with his knees but or here's a question what do you you two guys what do you think is more likely right now the lakers making that russ and two picks trade for levine or just trading a first and you know, Beverly or Lonnie with for one of these guys that we've talked about. A week ago, I would have said definitively the Levine deal's not happening. And now mm-hmm. I'm like 60-40 with 60 being the, like, the smaller deal. Whew. And it's so Who funny. It's so it? funny how things can change so fast with just like the Bulls' last couple of games just being so <laughs> embarrassing and having like what I think is their second players only meeting of, of the season, which yeah. is never good, which is never good. Well, what do you like think? Alabama. What's more likely? I think the, the multi-team deal, I think the, the Bulls kind of in the situation we in where they're not too far out of uh, the playoff race, but also not, you know, going to be a serious player if they do make it without like other additions. So I don't know if they're going to let Levine go. Unless I think it would have to be on Levine to be like, man, I'm out. Like, you do something on my, I'm out. I find a way out. I get a knee procedure. Oh man, they will tell the team that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I would. I would. I, I'll be honest. I would be a little excited if I got the alert that Levine um, is getting traded to the Lakers. But what would just make me just cringe with fear is if I get an alert that, like. Something, something along the lines of Zach Levine wants to be traded. Some, some report with that, because <laughs> then it's like, oh man, here go the fireworks. Here comes Rich Paul just walking down. You know, Rich Paul flying into Chicago. There's a, there's a, who's the GM in Chicago? Um, who's the, who's the GM uh, oh man, I can't pronounce his name. AK, it's AK. Okay, uh, those are his initials. AK. Is uh, meeting with Rich Paul today in his office uh, to discuss Zach Levine. Um, didn't hey. the Bulls went through this though with Jimmy Butler too, right? They were just like Jimmy Butler isn't a the max type of player that we want to build with, and we're just gonna send him to Minnesota. 
for Zach Levine. I was looking at the trade right now. I mean, they. Chris I was gonna Dunn, say they. I was gonna say if they're trading with the Lakers, they're not getting a Levine back in the deal. That's for sure. No, they're no, they're not. Um, Max Christie might be the you know the young guy in this deal, oh, sadly. But don't you know, say that. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, but um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like after the Russ deal, though, I wonder if the Lakers learned some type of, like, lesson within that. Like, hey, you know, maybe not trade for these guards with such gigantic contracts. But the Levine one just makes a lot of the agency, the age, the fact they don't have cap space. Like, all that kind of might be a perfect storm to me in terms of, like, other guys like Bradley Beal, who's not ever getting moved because he has a no trade clause and makes, um, makes like half of what the, <laughs> whatever the salary cap is. Um, but uh, I think like Levine's probably possible. Uh, I don't know, but I think more likely is the one just marginal move. I think that's more likely. But I think the Levine one is definitely. It's on the table of Rob Palinka's office. It's it's there. It's sitting there. It's you know. It's there's a paper there that says Levine for picks. Like there's so. Do you think? Of, uh... So are you of the mindset that, like, if if Levine was available, are you of the mindset that the Lakers would be iffy about it? I am. I think there would be uh, consternation inside the Lakers. You know office of this decision makers i think there would be people on both sides of the fence trying to uh decide what to do well what do you think yeah yeah uh here's what i think i think i think if the bull say is available i think the lakers are trading whatever they need to get them (laughs) yeah i agree with that i think really yeah, for sure. I I feel like they really, 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 really want him, and they could they could just sell the, the LA. UCLA, they will again. definitely tout the UCLA thing. Like if he comes, like I feel like that was touted with like Russ when he first got in town, like LA it, boy, like whatever. It was touted with Lonzo, it's touted with yep. Russ. She's gonna move it to Zach Man, Levine. Never ended good, huh? Here's the uh... he said move it to Zach Levine like a like an ugly sweater. I will say, here's the Bulls. Oh, my God. I can't believe how close we are to the trade deadline. Wow. What? So what are we? How many days is trade deadline away? Two weeks. Two weeks to the day. Well, 13 days if you're listening to this on a Friday. Bulls have the Magic on Saturday. Okay, we're good. Uh, Bulls got the Magic on Saturday. Clippers. (laughs) Hornets again. Trailblazers. Spurs than Grizzlies before the trade deadline. I was kind of hoping there'd be a lot of bad, uh, good teams in there, <laughs> and they actually play better against good teams. I was gonna they, say they, they play lose. they play to their opponents' uh, level without a doubt. They're yeah. one of the, they're they're one of those teams. They're the they're the Lakers of last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. That'd be awesome if if they lost to the Magic on Saturday. Best believe Monday we're getting some some report that we just talked about of something about like bulls are thinking about selling. And I was, I, I don't know, like I was kind of thinking like, what do the bulls like really have to gain by like making that trade? But like that's clearing a lot of money off their books, like for the future, just like having Russ's money, like roll off and like not having Levine on there. I don't know. I mean, if they want to do, if they want to do like DeRozan and Caruso instead, I'm all ears. Well, I guess, like, if you look at it just in team building, it is smart to, like, so if Russ expires, you don't get $47 back, right? You can only build your team through, like, $30 million deals. But if you trade for Levine, that opens back up, right? Like, you're back in, you're back playing with that money. Like, it, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if I if I, I had a look, I don't. I I would assume yeah. even if they traded Levine, or when they traded Levine, they would be below. Like they would have cap space. If I had to guess, like Rosen's not getting paid a lot. 
Patrick Williams still on his yeah. rookie deal. Kobe White still on his rookie deal. Caruso's only getting let's not even get into Caruso's contract, but he's not getting paid too much. Um I don't know what Vooch is making, but it's definitely not as much as DeRozan. So Well and no, and Vooch's and Vooch's deal is gonna be rolling off their books too this summer and I if I could bet on anything, it would be that Vooch is not back in Chicago next season. <laughs> no. <laughs> Vucci Main. Vucci Main. Vucci Main. Vucci Main talk about Talk about an interesting free agency. Like, I don't know what team is going to be like, yeah, you know, I, I want in on the Vooch, the Vooch project. Hey, don't tempt this, man. <laughs> I, I, hey, he's been playing well lately. I was thinking like, oh, man, Lakers going to Lakers gonna pivot to like trading for like Vooch. I, and I know, I got, like, I know for sure I got a tweet about getting him and somebody like ridiculous together. Yes. I don't um, know who it was. He's something else. Um, I don't think I don't think you'd have cap space though, right? Because I think they would take. Because Russ coming off would only give you thirty million. LeBron's numbers there, AD's numbers there. That gets oh, you. Yeah. That's the whole space. So like, uh, yeah. Whatever you bring back, like you wouldn't. You'll just have your full MLE, the non-taxpayer MLE, which is like eleven million or something. Um, and then you'll have the vet mins. Uh, I think that's it. Um, so, I still well, think the smarter thing is just to trade for three role players on bird on their bird right, and then over and then pay to keep them. That's like I think the bro, smartest way. But give me just let's just trade Beverly. I don't know if Lonnie's needed. Beverly, Lonnie, I don't care. Protected first round pick for Gary Trent Jr. I'm I'm ready to get excited again. I'm real ready to get excited <laughs> again. Um, and then we re-signed Gary Trent, re-signed Rui. We got LeBron, AD, Rui, Trent, Reeves, Christie, whatever else for next season. That's not that's not a bad team. Um, all right, before we get out of here, road trip, road trip time. Uh, also, just you know, when we were talking about the Bulls schedule, I realized so the Lakers have this five game road trip. And then a Tuesday, February seventh, home game against the Thunder, and then that's it. And then there's trade deadline time. Um, can we just can we lament on Rui for a little bit? Like, can we just talk about the basketball fit of Rui Hachimura? You mean for... you mean the future Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> no, Rui's sick. Rui's um, Rui's gonna have like at least two to three plays a game. Where it's just like, dang, that looks like pretty effortless. You want to just like mm-hmm. keep doing that, and um, this is another reason why I would love to trade for a wing, amongst a thousand other reasons, especially if they're like a three point shooting wing. Um, having LeBron, AD, and Rui all on the floor at the same time, unless you're playing like the Celtics or like one of those teams that just have like a boatload of just good defensive wings. He's gonna be guarded by someone who's not good <laughs> at defense, which he, which he was against the Spurs uh, last night, and he obviously can just take advantage of it. I, I think. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like he was miscast in Washington. Like, first of all, that organization. I, like, I don't think they have any kind of, you know. No, they're so lost. They have no direction. No clue where they're going. They're about to pay Kyle Kuzma a max so they can be like an eight seed forever. But like when I watch Rui play, it's wait, you're telling me you don't like the big three of Beal, Kuzma and Porzingis. <laughs> I was listening like somewhere. They said, I was listening to like a wizard fan say like Porzingis is going to opt out, opt out for a longer deal in Washington. I'm like, for like a longer deal the... with less money. Is that what they're trying to say? Right, but less money meaning like four years, a hundred million, you know, for Oof. Christos Porzingis, who I don't trust his health either. Um, but yeah. oh, Rui is. So I was at the game yesterday, and Rui, LeBron, and AD is just a massive front line. Like huge. that is huge, absolutely huge. And Rui has this like calm sense, like doesn't. There's not a lot of emotion in his face. Has a pull up jumper. You talked about the mismatches, just a guy that can pick on teams in a way that we just haven't had. Maybe like Lonnie Walker, the only guy 
Lonnie Walker, the only guy that like can take pull up jump shots in the way that he can. So he was fun, man. I, he is, uh, it was just cool to see like a big wing, be able to dribble and not be named LeBron James. You know, that was, that was really fun. Yeah. Nice. Um, that was a good deal. Like that is, is that it? the best? I mean, that's gotta be the best trade Plinka's made. Well, other than AD. Best yeah. trade Plinka's made other than AD? Definitively? Ooh. Yeah. I would say it is just from the simple fact of, um, like I say, I hate to have we, to. I, I, we sure as hell are not putting a shooter trade in here. <laughs> that was bad. I hate to preface the conversation because, like, I mean, when you look, you can't even really talk about, like, just liking liking your team picking up, like, simple people. Um, but I think just they just didn't have nobody they could slot between AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. So get somebody, get somebody young. I mean, Rui ain't he ain't top liver, and he ain't filet mignon either, but that's fine. You know what I'm saying? This is how you build a team up. You don't necessarily have to – every time you get somebody, you, you know, it's – it's, it's like perfect. It's right. And, works, and forget about this season. I'm like pumped. Uh, I mean, it really seems like they're going to sign him to like a new deal this summer. Our yeah. only 24, like our, I already told you guys, like having a nice little young core of watching Rui and Reeves and Christy just getting better and better for like next two to three seasons, if not more, like, please sign me up for that. So he had a he had a thirty point game against Orlando, right? I think like last week or something. His his last game with the Wizards before getting traded. His twelve points last night was way more meaningful than the thirty point game against Orlando. Like every like yeah. in terms of like what it mattered for like the Lakers, every basket was like meaningful. It, the step, the one dribble pull up, the three pointer in transition the post up with like LeBron and AD on the other side, getting to play one-on-one like that stuff is just, it means a lot for like our team. We just don't have guys who can create their own shot like that, who are big and strong and don't get pummeled on the other end. So yeah, I was, yeah I mean, that was, that was fun to watch. And that's, you know, Raj, I know you did not like me starting with trade talk before we celebrated Rui, but <laughs> That's kind of like why I I just want I just want this next trade to get done. Um, Me too. And obviously we've only got 13 days, so it'll get done soon enough. Uh, even if it's only even if it's in 12 or 13 days, but like I want to see Rui. Like he was obviously like you know first game. I think he just like got with the team what on Tuesday. Like you could tell, like he was still learning his way out there, even though he did look pretty good. But, um, like I want to see him get comfortable. I want to see Ham get any sort of constant rotation. And I mean, you know, throwing in Rui and like throwing in like whoever they acquire, um, coming up and then possibly losing like Bev. Like those are huge major adjustments he's going to make. But I just want to see it. Like I just want to see what. Like I want, I want to come into a game and basically know what I'm expect, like know what to expect. Like, right? I've got no, like at this point, I wouldn't be surprised any, like if Ham still like trots out a four guard lineup. Like I don't even know like what's going on anymore. He's still doing the three guard lineups on Wednesday against the Spurs, and it's like, yo, like first of all, Wenyan Gabriel's on the bench. Uh, can we please dust him off and get him out there? And two. Like you, we just replaced a guard with a wing, <laughs> something like we've been clamoring for, so that we wouldn't have to do three guard lineups for so long. And it's like they're still happening. I don't know. Like, I just want it all to settle, and then we can have a nice little, nice little two month run, and then see where the Lakers end up. Yeah, I. And before I guess we go, I want to just ask you guys about Max Christie, King. Man, I that play I, that play I, you shared. Um, obviously, I saw that that tweet before I actually got around to rewatching the entire game. Uh, that play of LeBron dishing it out to him in the corner, and LeBron like getting pumped up when he made the three. Celebrating, love that, love that. Like, oh, if I could just have that moment like two or three more times in meaningful games this season, it would be a fun season. 
So I wish he was 21, you know, because I feel like he just like I feel like I want Max Christie as my starting two guard next year already. Like I feel like that's who I want there. Like Max. Oh, Christie. he's gonna start. <laughs> Max I'm, Christie. I'm I'm not joking, bro. I just think he's gonna start next year for real. Yeah, nice. I I think so. He's already so like good and solid and like playing crunch time minutes. He's already a really good defender. His shot just looks pretty and repeatable every single time. Um, I love like I was wondering like so you juxtapose like his development versus like Tail and Horton Tucker's right? Just like the contrast in how we developed each is so funny because actually Christie was drafted higher. THT was drafted at forty seven or forty five. One of those, um, but THT came in as like oh, this is a star ball handler, you know, future ball handling guard. And we kind of gave him keys to that road, right? We're like, all right, this is the road. This is the path you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be this star ball handler. So here's the ball. Go create. THT never learned how to take a spot up three. Never, you know, never focused on defense. Never, like, all the stuff for him was, I need to be LeBron. Max Christie comes in. We're like, we drafted a 3 and D player, and they – developed him as such and you see the fruits of that i just like i hated the way we developed Talon. i love the way we developed max christie we're like don't you ever dribble like just <laughs> shoot pa- shoot pass or you know and that's it and defend I mean, who, your ass off who knows if it's it honestly might just be like a tht versus max christie just personality thing like i don't even know like i don't want to disparage my boy tht but no, I'm not blaming you know, him. I think you saw Max Christie say something recently about like he's like, yeah, like I've already gained like ten pounds of muscle. Which, first mm-hmm. of all, he didn't even need to say that. It was very obvious just from like <laughs> looking clear. at him compared mm-hmm. to compared to summer league. Uh, THC THC's body, THC's <laughs> body came in bad, and he was traded to the Jazz, and it was still kind of bad. Like I don't know, and like. He did and lose yeah, like a lot said, of like, weight, but he was never going to be, yeah, he was not. Like, he like, never really changed. Like, he would right. always show, he always randomly showed, like, flashes, but it was all flashes of stuff that we saw in college. You know what I'm saying? Fair. And, like, mm-hmm. Christy is, like, I don't know, his offense just, like, you know, making threes. Like, oh, my God, like, in the summer league, he was bricking. Like, do you remember how bad he was on offense in the summer league? It was terrible. He couldn't, he couldn't get the ball to the rim. Like, he just didn't have no. the strength to do And, that. like, his defense was amazing, but I just remember watching Summer League, like, man, like... He's far away, yeah. Yeah, I was, like, thinking, like, he is not going to play at all, like, this season. He's just going to be a, a god on the South Bay Lakers. But now he's, like... Like, even if we, even if we like, traded for another wing, um, I think he should be in the rotation. Not, like... Me too. If we trade for a wing who's, like, really good... um not like closing or anything like that but like i said i don't even know like we trade for bogdanovich i don't like i have zero idea what our closing lineup would be zero idea like are they still gonna be trying to force russ into it if you're doing that is shooter not gonna be in it like i don't even know i i like i said i i i just gotta find out um all right I guess before we wrap up, your guys' quick predictions on this road trip. Ooh. Celtics, Nets, Knicks. That Nets and Knicks is a back-to-back. Pacers, Pelicans. Brutal road trip, honestly. Um, Celtics, Nets, Knicks, Pacers, Pelicans. Walt, start with you. What's what's the record? Who are they beat? Let me see. I think we can steal Saturday game. I was kind of thinking the same. Yeah. I think we can beat the Nets, too. Oh. No KD. No KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. We, we kind of got that. The Nets with... Ben Simmons back it. to Philadelphia, Ben Simmons. I, I think I yeah, think for we, the Celtics, I think, I think it's going to be a close game, and then they're going to lose. Okay. A little more. But they shouldn't be in a close game with the Celtics, so... I, mean, I think we definitely be in the Knicks too. I think LeBron's gonna show up. Or AD. One of them gonna have a monster game. No Marcus Smart, by the way, for Boston. 
Um, Pacers. I think that matters. Now, do the Pelicans have Ingram back? Mm-hmm. He'll definitely he be back, back for that game. He just came back. Yeah. He just came back. I think he played today. Oh, I think we're going to end the season. Come back for that, is he? Walt, I was afraid to say that, but whew. Wait, what did you say? Say again. Say it again. I think, I think we're not done. What uh, Marcus Peters said that time, Donnie? I think we're not. We ain't finished. done yet. We ain't done yet. Are right, you gonna do a football reference on me? Uh. Yeah, Raj, that's one of my. I, said, uh, I, all, I gotta find the clips and show it to you. That's one of my favorite favorite Rams clips of all time. Um, let me see: Celtics, Nets, Knicks, Pacers, Pelicans. Yeah, now that we're talking about, it, they're way more winnable games than I guess I was realizing. Knicks are. I don't know. The Knicks are weirdly scary to me. I think this is our time to make a run. Like, we don't have many of them. I think this is it. Like, you have a real mm-hmm. chance here. Like, I know these are road games, but AD is back. You got your, you know, injection of youth and enthusiasm to the roster. Palinka summoned a huge 6'8", 240 wing to throw out there. I think this is the time. I'm thinking, like, What's a, it's a five game road trip. Like three and two should be worse. Yeah, I think at the like, worst they'll do yeah. three and two. That but I really be, do think this would be like a railroad trip where, like, you like, damn, they actually like kind of balling out. I just feel it, bro. I feel it. I would be disappointed Oof. if they go two and three. I feel it. If, it, if something feels something feels two, different. Two and three. Two and three is an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, like you gotta get shit together. Because then, playing. like. They're playing too I, well to go two and three on this trip. Like the, the momentum is too high. LeBron has been too good. The Spurs game, like let's be honest, they didn't try until the fourth quarter. Like that that game was that game was not a real basketball game to me. Um, Bro, I'm still not convinced that they really tried that hard in the fourth quarter. They they really didn't. Uh, but I think I'm I have a like you know Donnie turn the TikTok camera on. I think. <laughs> I think Rui Hachimura is gonna have a really good game on Saturday. Like I could just, I could feel that. Like you think Boston's so? Gonna, uh, Boston's gonna throw Tatum or Brown on LeBron. Uh, they're gonna, probably gonna have Rob Williams on AD. Um, mm-hmm. No Marcus Smart, so we'll see if they throw Brown or whoever on Rui. But I think Rui's gonna have a really nice game in Boston. I just I here's feel- another one: Is Rui gonna start on Saturday? I think he is. I kind of think he is, too. I think it's Beverly, Dennis, Rui, LeBron, and AD on Saturday. I mean, I love my under my X-Factor young lad, Troy Brown, but Rui's better than Troy Brown. <laughs> Rui's a lot better than Troy Brown, and I love Troy <laughs> Brown. Don't give me a lot, dude. You know, I've... Look, I already had to sell my stock at a loss, sell my Kendrick Nunn stock at a loss, all right? My I Troy Brown stock. I blame you guys for that. I blame I, you guys for that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Don't blame us. Kendrick Don't Nunn. blame us. You heard Darvin Ham hyping him up. You heard Darvin Ham hyping him up saying, oh, man, Kendrick Nunn's look the best out here. Zach Lowe on the low post was like, Zach Kendrick Lowe? Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. There's, and you know, you know who else he was hyping up out. in that same breath? Hmm. Damian Jones. So, oh, man. Remember? Oh, no. Um, yeah, we'll see. Honestly, I kind of agree with you guys. If they go two and three, like, what happened? Because like, Celtics loss, I, I could kind of understand. Knicks, like, honestly, like, they can't lose Celtics. Like, they can't lose four in a row. Celtics, Nets, Knicks, Pacers. And if they, they better not. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. And AD AD looks so good. Even so and he good. was and he wasn't even going like a hundred percent. Um no. we'll see. And then here, I'll close out in a sec, but here's uh so February 9th, trade deadline day, they play the Bucks at night. Mm-hmm. Then then they play so just from that trade deadline night, Bucks, Warriors, Trailblazers, Pelicans, might have Zion. Warriors again, Mavericks, Grizzlies. 
kind of kind of really hope they make a make a trade for a really good guy on uh on February 9th or February 8th. That would also be fine by me. Um well last thing, I think you know it it's easy to I think people have forgot like how good Austin Reeves is already. Like I, Austin oh Reeves God. is a big I'll Austin is a big part. Austin Reeves is a big part of our team. Like I'll be I know honest, it I forgot gets to note that he's going to be back during the road trip. <laughs> yeah, it gets it gets lost there and I think AD even got a little bit lost at this, but he's Anthony freaking days but this people aren't going to forget. Austin Reeves is really good. Like he's shooting 39% on catch and shoot threes. Probably our best like attacking closeouts. Might be my favorite player we play next to LeBron. Austin Reeves coming back is huge. Like that I I want to see Austin, Christie, Rui, LeBron and AD. That's a lineup like Ooh. I'm salivating for i really want to see it mm. do you still or i still think he's the third best player on the team Ooh. see still that's do. what's so crazy like there's a case for that and it's still just like yeah lakers getting austin reese back soon it's like austin was like austin was a huge part of our basketball team like that's that was a huge loss be, that we've been i'm very i'm very interested to see how lonnie like yeah that's gets the reacclimated especially with especially with Rui in the mix now like i don't know i mean i want him to come back and be a big part but like even before his injury like his play was kind of slipping um i mean he was starting at small forward though you know like yeah that's true like in a perfect know. world he's dead he's in dennis's spot and then austin is at the two but that's just not how our team is going to be like it's clear Darvin Ham is going to start Dennis and Patrick Beverly till he's forced not to by outside forces. Um, <laughs> so, nah, Raj, it's all, it's all about basketball. It's about the on court product. The Lakers don't have any outside forces <laughs> affecting anything. Um, let's go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, I'm kind of scared now. We just like curse the Lakers with like a one and four road trip, <laughs> but let's. We'll see. We were, we were pretty confident about that. Um, I do agree, though. I think this could be a very good road trip. Really hoping AD just takes that performance against the Spurs and gets his minutes uh, restriction lifted and just starts going on a tear. LeBron can kind of now uh, take some plays off. Uh, he did not really get that benefit in the last 15 or so games that AD missed, but we will see. Uh, we should be back. I got to talk to these fellas about our next podcast, but I'm thinking we'll have a new podcast next Thursday. Um, that should be coming after that New York, old New York back to back. Hopefully, we get to 